Section 6 of A Short Description of Tor Abbey by Hugh Robert Watkin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Southwest Corner of the Garth. This corner, now covered by modern staircase leading to the second story of the house, is interesting on account of the remains of the lavatories at which the canons washed before going into meals. The base of an ornamental column and a fragment of dog-tooth ornament are, fortunately, left in the south wall to show the site of one lavatory. The other lavatory is in the west wall, the arch being bisected by the modern staircase wall. The more ornamental lavatory would probably be used by the canons, that in the west wall by the lay brethren and novitiates. The position of these lavatories gives a clue to the site of the staircase, or grease, as it was called, which led up to the refectory. This was situated in the corner between the lavatories. The line of the stairway against the west wall could recently be detected, and, as at other houses of the order, was probably of iron or wood. Although all trace is obliterated by modern structures, there is little doubt that the cloister extended along the south side of the garth and protected the site of the lavatories and the main entrance beyond. The wall of the guest hall and north side adjoining the church were also proved in 1911 to have been covered. The Volta This name, Volta, is derived from an old description of the sister house of Titchfield now in the library of the Duke of Portland at Welbeck. The doorway through which we now enter from the southwest corner of the garth, as already stated, was not part of the monastical plan, as this wall outside was occupied by the stairs to the refectory. The original means of exit at this end can be traced in the south wall of the volta on our left, and led, if not into the kitchen premises, into an adjoining slype. The volta was a sub-vault under the abbot's apartments and consisted of three double bays. The groined roof is supported on two central columns of beer stone with roughly moulded Purbeck capital and base, as in the school of the novitiates. The volta was used for the accommodation of the retinue and attendants brought by the more important guests and for the more humble visitors who enjoyed the abbey's hospitality, refused to none for the regulation night and day, after which period the traveller was expected to pay for his entertainment. This hall was lighted by one window in the east wall and three in the west wall. The window nearest to the abbot's tower, with rounded head and dripstone course, has fortunately been preserved in its original form. In the southwest corner of the volta, a narrow way through the wall leads to a newelled stairway, which has only recently been uncovered, and was doubtless the means of communication between the abbot's apartments and the kitchen premises. This stairway did not form part of the original monastical plan, and was probably added by one of the later abbots. 
the northeast corner is filled by a clumsily constructed buttress for which no cause is apparent and the object of which cannot be conjectured unless it was at one time intended to put a fireplace in the corner above it the recess and hole through the east wall were for the water pipes which supplied the lavatory on the outside subvault of guest hall the roof of this undercroft is supported in the centre by two massive piers of purbeck portland stone which from their exceptional hardness probably came from the disused quarry at tilly whim abandoned it is thought on this account the one pier is roughly rectangular the other has been trimmed to an octagon from the fact that these piers differ from those in the other vaults it has been suggested that they may have been taken from a still older building this undercroft was probably in the abbey days never anything but a store although some underground sand-filled flues in which was found charcoal in the north-west end bay point to a stove or oven for baking purposes having once occupied this spot the position and shape of the southernmost of the three windows in the west wall has been somewhat altered by the subsequent erection of the entrance stairway to the abbot's tower provision was made for two doorways into this undercroft one at the south end of each series of bays only the one nearest the garth is now open the threshold of this doorway appears to be an attempt at if not actually the head-end stone of a coffin of the same local red sandstone as the one in the south transept west side of garth when the old plaster was recently removed from the outside of the wall above the elevated covered passage built for communication from the house to the chapel two stone window frames in the masonry were uncovered the floor levels of this building have been altered to accommodate a lofty dining room which occupies what were two stories and formed the abbot's apartments the upper story in the days when the rites of roman catholicism were interdicted in this country was used as a secret chapel part if not all this upper chamber would be the abbot's bedroom and the small oriel window just under the eaves of the roof looking towards the church was in all probability used for the private devotions of the successive abbots of tor perhaps from this very aperture simon reed looked for the last time on the twenty fifth of april fifteen thirty nine before surrendering his church and abbey to the officials of henry the eighth the windows were again plastered over during the repairs effected in 1906, but in the year 1909 Colonel Carey had these interesting relics once more exposed and restored, which manifestation of care for this historic building will be much appreciated by the thoughtful to whom such monuments of the past appeal projecting from the wall of the guest hall under one of the modern windows of the present chapel is the back of the fireplace corbelled one foot from the face of the wall the fireplace was a characteristic feature of the guest hall of a monastery as well as of the calefactory 
Previous to the insertion of the window, this corbel chimney was continued to the roof. Instances of such twelfth-century work are now rare, and it is to be regretted that a buttress has been recently built up to it underneath. The outside of this fireplace was recently covered by a creeping plant, the roots of which were in the floor of the undercroft, inside. End of section 6